The CFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bets today. We're also brought to you by IPVanish. IPVanish is the official VPN of SGPN and they're offering 70% off if you go to IPVanish.com slash SGP. That's IPVanish.com slash SGP. And of course, make sure to go check out our brand new Discord server. It's the perfect place to interact and sweat bets with the entire SGPN crew. Just go to SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Discord. Welcome to another episode of the CFL Gambling Podcast. He is CFL Jim. I am Rod Gomez, and today we are, of course, coming to you with our weekly DFS episode because not only do we like winning you money on the gambling side of the house, but we also want you to take home some money every week on the DFS side of the house. Jim, how we doing? Uh, everyone knows. By this point, you should know. I love making lineups. It's such a fun thing. I so I never got I was in CFL. I was in, sorry, I was into DFS for like college football, NFL, like a little bit. Like I'll make a lineup or two here and there. I the CFL has opened my eyes to how fun DFS is. I have been making at least four to five lineups every week. What's crazy is that the lineup process, and they, they said it when they initially came out with it. It's like it's like drafting every week, and it is. People love the draft. We love fantasy football drafting, and there's nothing better than doing it several times over, and it's not a mock draft. You're literally putting a lineup together that is going to compete against thousands of other lineups every single week, and that, to me, is the most thrilling part of it all. Betting is fun, yes, but I've said it on the NASCAR show. DFS seems to be uh, one of my favorite things to do uh, of all times just because it's like drafting every single week, every single day, every single second. It's the best part of fantasy every (laughs) week. It is. And when it cashes, it's even better. Am I right? That's so good. I've had at least least two lineups cash every week. That's that's the goal. We talked about it just before. That's the goal. (laughs) It's been very fun. Uh, All right, so as we always do, we will give you a quarterback, a running back, a receiver, a flex play, and our favorite DSTs of the week. Football this week starts on Thursday with the Montreal Alouettes taking on Hamilton. Then we move to Friday where BC takes on Saskatchewan. Saturday, Winnipeg goes to Calgary. And in a Sunday game, my Ottawa Red Blacks take on the Toronto Argonauts. (sighs) Such a tough, tough uh, slate for these guys, but oh well. Still fun putting together lineups like we always do, uh, regardless of how our teams perform. So, Jim, let's go ahead and kick off this week's picks with your quarterback pick, your favorite one for the slate. I may be getting a little weird with it, but I look back. I look back at their games throughout. Montreal has played in some friggin' high-scoring games for both teams. And I'm I'm, I'm taking the value play this week. And I'm taking Dane Evans. He's been getting more accurate. I think he's been spreading the ball around. And I think against a Montreal team that I assume is going to let up a lot of points. Give me Dane Evans. I'm going to stack some nice tight cats here. 
Uh, you know, and it's funny because you're you're absolutely right as far as how this game is going to to go. I think there will be quite a few points scored. You've seen it already. Even last week, Montreal and Ottawa combined for the highest game, not necessarily of the entire season, but damn near close. They, their seventy seven, their seventy three points were a monster monster game. Montreal got the better of that, forty to thirty three. They did it against Edmonton, where they came out with thirty one points. They did it against Saskatchewan in in a week where they beat them for or thirty seven to thirteen. So you're right. Montreal has scored some serious points. Hamilton, on the other hand, not necessarily putting up gigantic points, but 25 points here, uh, you know, a few 30-point games uh, against Calgary a while back. So they're, they're due, I think, for a big game. But I think this game is going to have a lot of points scored because I don't think necessarily both of these defenses are up to task to keeping up with the offenses. So, Jim, it's funny that you picked that side of it because I'm going the opposite side of that, and I'm taking Trevor Harris in that same game uh, because, like I said, you you kind of laid out the case for why uh, the other side of why Hamilton, why Dane Evans is going to be good. But look, Trevor Harris quietly putting together a decent stretch uh, where he's had three of the last games over 14 points. That doesn't sound like much, but he's at $8,400. And you've had guys like Nathan Rourke come back down to earth lately. Cody Fajardo was sick last week, and even before that was still kind of coming down to earth. So last week against Ottawa, against his old team, you can't really expect this kind of a game out of him. He got 29 points for you. He was 25 of 31, 341 yards, and two touchdowns, no interceptions. Uh, but I think... There's somewhere between that game and the game that he had against Edmonton uh, in which he completed 19 of 26, 240 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions, good for about 15.64 fantasy points. Somewhere in the middle lies Trevor Harris's uh, output for this game, and he is a steal, in my opinion. He's buried in, in this list at $8,400. Yeah, so they're right, right around the same level. I like both of them because... I just think it's going to be a huge shoot out of the game. I feel like you can't really go wrong with other there. It's only a hundred dollar difference, so just kind of go err on the side of which one you think is going to score higher. I think Dane Evans' accuracy is going to be a proven factor this game, and I like a couple of the stacks that you can get with him. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And stacking, as we know, is uh, is all about it. Although I I will just give you full disclosure. I'm running out of naked Trevor Harris, so. Uh, young ones cover your eyes uh Ooh. this is going to be a Ooh. trevor harris with no with no cover on the back end of it so take that as you will uh, but this game should be fun to watch anyways because these two teams uh have a knack for just sort of playing these these games where a lot of points start flying on the board um and we talked about it a little bit in the betting show as far as where we feel on the over under on this one too so uh, definitely a fun matchup. Should be good fantasy points to come. So in that vein, I'm pretty sure, uh, Jim, that maybe one of your stacks starts at running back. It does not actually. Oh, good. There we go. I'm going with a nice floor for running back. I think this is a good bounce back spot. And I, we were both on the Rough Riders. I'm I'm on Moro. I think I think he uh, I think he gets a huge bounce back here. I think they're going to rely on him a lot. And I think the threat of having even. Even a Cody Fajardo, who might be a little bit hobbled, I think that threat is still a step up, and it's going to open up Morrow, Morrow to get like a lot done here. 
Yeah, and Morrow has always—he's just been one of the the most stalwart running backs in the league. Still second in terms of fantasy points per game with nineteen point eight behind James Butler. Uh, Jim alluded to it earlier. He had a down game. He only got you seven points last week, but the week before that, he was riding a string of three straight games with more than twenty points. Uh, and one of the better ones was against Montreal at thirty-two. Even before that, you go back to Edmonton in week two. He gave you thirty-one. So. Morrow definitely contributing on on both sides of the ball as far as running and catching uh, and definitely ups his value. So I, I do like Morrow. That was one of the guys I was going to pick. It's just my, my only problem is that he's he's so expensive. He's $10,600. So you got to get creative. But we know we know one thing. Jim can get creative when it comes. To I, I made some room. I've got one player in here. Extremely cheap. Like sub 4000. So oh, we may have the same one. We'll have to see. Uh, as the it progresses, uh, I'm going to go ahead and go with Andrew Harris coming off of probably his best game uh, of well, obviously the best game of the season, but his best game in a while against Saskatchewan last week. Carried the ball 26 times for 143 yards. Caught the ball seven times for 45 yards. This was the vintage Andrew Harris that Toronto wanted when they got him in the first place. He was good for 27.8 fantasy points. Looked every bit as good as the record breaker that he became, or at least the you know the, the guy who went into history in terms of rushing yards as a Canadian. Uh, but this is this is what Andrew Harris was supposed to do. I think that he's going to get another shot to do that against Ottawa. I know Ottawa's defense is tough, but man, Andrew Harris has put his his will against the uh, the Red Blacks in his career, and you know the the Red Blacks are reeling right now, and I don't know that they have it in them to get right enough to stop Andrew Harris. Uh, I think Andrew Harris is in for at least a good game. I don't think he's going to get. Uh, another gigantic game like he got this week. But again, somewhere in between what he did uh, in week four against Winnipeg, his old team, versus what he did uh, last week against the the Riders, where he scored 16 against Winnipeg, 27 against the Riders. I think we're in for a 17, 18, 19-point day from Andrew Harris, uh, which at $8,900, sensing a theme here, right? These $8,000 players that are just actually smash value. It's great. Like out of those people, he's probably my favorite out of like the eight thousand range because it's really between him. I'm not touching Standback if I'm being like it's. It's between him, Standback, and Powell, and he's easily the best out of those three. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and then it also helps that Standback is still hurt, but uh, exactly <laughs> that, even more. So. That definitely hurts. Uh, but yeah, William Powell, I, I can't, I can't trust him anymore. Uh, yeah, it's just, it's so tough, man. It's in Don Jackson. I definitely can't touch him because he's not even getting the looks that he should be getting. Uh, 11 carries last week, 11 before, but there's no production out of that. 36 yards, 34. So yeah, Andrew Harris at value there. That's, that's going to be a nice little payday when he hits. Cause again, I want this Ottawa team to do well, but they're just, reeling right now and it's it's hard and and with a guy like Andrew Harris as talented as he is I think he's going to find some levels success he'll probably get in the end zone this week to be honest with you too he probably will do you see any value in carry because I think he could have a way better game against the Bombers than they did two weeks ago but that's at that price I still don't want to touch him his floor is there He's had 18 points, 16 points, 16 points in his last three games. He had 24 points. His only bad game was against the Ticats in week two where he only scored you 2.8 points. So, 
Yeah, I, I mean, the floor is there, but again, it's a 16-point, 17-point floor, and he's at $10,500. I want him at a ceiling of what we get in Morrow's ceiling, you know, where we can get a 20-point game, maybe even a 30-point game if he's feeling really froggy. Um, I take that over over Carey. That's that was my reasoning as well. That's why I went with Morrow because I have enough for either one. They're basically they're they're basically the same price. They're a hundred dollar difference. I I just think I think Morrow has the higher upside. Yeah, and I love him in a bounce back spot. Yeah, again the ceiling for me is is way better. And you know that Morrow. Look, I I know that the Calgary Stampeders love to run the ball, but they also haven't been necessarily putting up points either. And that means Kerry hasn't been getting into the end zone as often as you'd like. In fact, the, he's only done it three times, and tw- two of those came in week one against Montreal. He's been scoreless in his last two outings uh, on the ground and even in the air in touchdowns. So, yeah, Kerry, unfortunately the floor is just not uh, not what I want to pay 10500 for. So, And then yep. Butler's just way too pricey. Oh, Butler's, a, yeah, Butler's the most expensive guy. And again, he's got a tough matchup against the Riders this week too. And for $10,400... You don't want another 8.4-point uh, day like he gave you out of Winnipeg or even a 14-point day that he gave you against the Ticats. His price hasn't been justified after week four. No. And that's what we'll find in CFL DFS, too. A lot of these are still hanger honors from the beginning of the season. So a lot of these guys, and I'm going to talk about one of them, too, that's overperforming, I think, what his, what his value is and what his I think, price I think is. we'll probably, we might talk about the same one. I think we are going to talk about the same one. Uh, but we'll find out about that when we come back for the receiver talk in second down. But before we move on to second down, let's tell you about Win. Make sure to get down on Win's bet $50 to win $200 promotion, where a $50 bet qualifies you for up to $200 in free bets. If you like betting baseball, you got to check out WinBet. Their reduced juice in baseball games makes them the perfect place to play MLB. And if you're looking for the ultimate fantasy football experience, you can bet $500 or more on sports or casino before July 31st. Time's running out. Hurry up. Get entered to win that ultimate fantasy football draft experience at Encore Beach Club. It includes a two-night stay at Wynn Resorts for you and your entire league. And the best part, you can enter as many times as you want. So much to choose from. All you got to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bets today. Offer subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. While you're at it, go down and make sure to check out our new Discord server. It's the perfect place to interact, sweat bets, have some fun with us in the hashtag Spring Football Channel. You can do it with the entire SGPN group, too. There's so many channels to choose from. All you got to do is go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash discord. Happening in that Discord is plenty of CFL talk, which is why me and Jim are here today to help you win some money in DFS. That's what we're all about. That's what we're all about. Uh, All right, we've been giving you our favorite plays. We gave you our quarterback. We gave you our running back. Now it's time to hit you with a wide receiver that we like for the slate. Jim, who are you looking at? I don't want to take yours. No, no, take take whatever. I got three. So I'm going to go... With my stack, I am. This is my stack here, my Hamilton Dane Evans stack. I am taking Stephen Dunbar Jr. So it's basically between him and uh, what was it? It's between him and Addison, 
and you're getting similar production between the two week in and week out for roughly a thousand dollars cheaper and he's cheaper than tim white like if i'm gonna pick one receiver i'm gonna go dunbar because he opens up so much and i feel like you're getting the most bang for your buck and so we talked about the value too at these eight thousands this is it this is what you're talking about in week two against calgary he gave you 18 points week one against saskatchewan he gave you 15 14 against edmonton 19 against bc last week Dunbar is the receiver on the Ticats that Dane Evans loves to look for time and time again to get him out of trouble. He's always looking for number eight. He's always looking. I, I think he's like he's he's been averaging almost a touchdown a game too. Which you love to see. It's fantastic. And I I'm of the mind that I if I'm taking a Montreal opponent, it's gonna be pointsy. So there's there's plenty of Plenty of touchdowns to go around. I think he's going to be a major red zone target for these Ticats. Yeah, I can't complain. That is definitely one of the guys that I've been on uh, week after week. So uh, I do love me some uh, Stephen Dunbar Jr. You got him in the reach around there at all, Rod? I Actually, I don't have him in the reach around, to be honest with you. It's funny. I, I went the other direction. I'll tell you about that in a little bit. Um, but I, I want to tell you about the receiver that I like at $8,900. I'm keeping the 8000 theme. I didn't mean to do it, but this is exactly how it all shook out for me. And I'm going with a guy that we haven't really even talked about very much this season at all, to be honest with you, but yet he's still making noise on that BC Lions team, and that's Dominic Rimes. Dominic Rimes is, he was a former Ottawa Red Black for a little while, went over to the BC Lions, and Look, in Nathan Rourke's gigantically big games, he's usually been the guy to come up huge. Against Toronto, 37.3 points, 8 catches, 143 yards, 2 touchdowns. In Winnipeg, 6 catches, 136 yards, 2 more touchdowns, good for a 34-point day. This guy has so much potential, and the, the looks are there. He had 4 catches against Hamilton, 6 catches against Winnipeg, uh, 3 in Ottawa, I mean, you know, that was kind of a down day for the entire BC Lions team. But eight against Toronto, three against Edmonton. Dominic Rimes is explosive. And all you need from Dominic Rimes is to catch a couple of big plays. And he's he's due for that again as they go up against Saskatchewan. And we talked about how uh, we have a feeling that this is going to be a game in which we're going to see some plays being made. It may not be the highest scoring game of the slate. It may not even be the most exciting game, but you know there's going to be plays being made, and I like Dominic Grimes' ability to do that. Oh, there will be about three or four massive plays in this game, guaranteed. I wouldn't be surprised if he was a part of them. Also, I like I don't know about you, but when it comes to fantasy and stuff like this, I'm a big fan of meaningless trends. So it seems like every other week he's just gone off that they played like. Their first game, six points. Next one up, 37 points. Like, it's massive swings one way or the other. And guess what? Last game they played, eight points. He is due for a massive game. And just like you were saying, he really just needs a couple, like, throws his way. And he's getting, like, around 100 yards plus. Easy. Yeah. And and of all the guys that, that are making plays out there, it, it seems to me like Rourke will look at him when it really matters. When the time really comes for, for somebody to make a play, he's usually looking... Uh, I mean, Lucky Whitehead, obviously, yes. He is the guy that is the main receiver. He's the guy that blew up last week, eight catches, 111 yards, and a touchdown. But before that, he had three points, nine points, 18 points. Dominic Rimes has gotten Nathan Rourke out of trouble more often than Lucky Whitehead has this season. 
it is so hard to pick a BC receiver because it seems like each week any one of them can kind of go off fantasy wise. But it seems like the safest bet is uh is Rhymes. Just because he just he matches with the style they want to play. Like his big play capability matches so well with what Nathan Work wants to do, just bomb it downfield that it's just a perfect pairing. And then why not take a chance on that receiver that all you need is a couple? Like he just needs like three catches and he'll get you his money's worth. Absolutely. And two of those are touchdowns. So you got to love that. But um, all right. So that was our receivers. Let's move over to a flex play uh, that we like. Jim, what's your uh, what's your flex situation looking like? This is where I cheaped out. This, this I'm going to give you my cheap flex. So he's under 4,000. He's exactly 3,400. Hundred plays for the Toronto Argonauts. XFL legend Cam Phillips, baby. He has the potential. His route running is pristine. He's gonna get the catches. He had a quiet game last week, but that was that was out of the ordinary. He's these last few weeks he was coming online. Like he was showing himself in weeks four and week six. You know, it's funny because the Houston Roughneck fan in me. Uh, absolutely loves this. This is uh, oh wait, he, yeah, he was Houston, right? Yeah, he was. Yeah, Houston. he was. Yeah, he's the number one receiver. Feel on like it was team. so long ago. The, the Cam Phillips PJ Walker connection lives on forever. It really does, and you gotta love it too because he did. He showed really good flashes of what he's capable of. Two touchdowns in his last two games. You're right that he's catching fire. The only catch that he had uh, against Saskatchewan in his last game was that five yard touchdown. So he's starting to become a red zone threat. <laughs> I put that in quotes because he caught one in the red zone. But he's huge, and he's big, and he's exactly what McLeod Bethel-Thompson needs. And and the fact that McLeod Bethel-Thompson is, a, is a, a veteran quarterback the way he is, he knows how to use guys like Cam Phillips. Well, the one thing he does better than a lot of players, he's just consistently in the right spot. He's not a big yak guy. He's not going to get you a ton of yards after catch. But he's consistently in where he needs to be. And having that safety net kind of receiver that you can reliably get the ball to for an offense that's throwing the ball a decent amount, I like it. I, love I still it. have no like he's the only thing I would touch with Toronto. I have no idea what to think of Toronto still. So like, I don't. The only thing I would touch. It's well, it's funny because for as much as Toronto is first place in the East, you still think to yourself, but it's McLeod Bethel Thompson, it's Andrew Harris, it's Brandon. They should have like five or six wins, but they only have three. And like fantasy wise, these are like Brandon Banks, not great fantasy, especially for the price that you're getting him at. Like kittens maybe is decent, but he just popped off last week and now you're getting him at a premium. Yeah, it's it's not it's not a pretty landscape in Toronto. It's it's difficult to to pin down a fantasy option to like other than like I said Andrew Harris who I think has the ability to do well again this week, but that's because I feel like he may have just found his stride this season and and may hit it. it once you get Andrew Harris going, Winnipeg knows. Once you get Andrew Harris going, it's hard oh, to yeah. stop. So, like the running back, fine. Yeah, I just the, the receivers he just likes to spread it out too much. So I'm going to go with the cheapest option that I think is going to get a fair amount of red zone targets. I love it. Well, you know, we love the old XFL tieback as well. So, um, all right. I am going to go with one of my Ottawa Red Blacks. I know that I've said that it's going to be difficult for me to see a path for very many opportunities for Red Blacks. But one guy 
constantly gets him, and that is because it's either kicking off or punting to him, and that's Terry Williams. He comes in at $3,700. He is a huge part of this return game. Doesn't really get a whole lot of run outside of that. He's, he actually has caught some passes this season. He had six against Saskatchewan. He had a couple against BC. But by and large, he makes his hay in the return department where he has given you 10 points, 11 points, 17 points, 15 points, and uh, in his last few outings, look, the guy is $3,700, and he's giving me, at $3,700, the, the thing is, is that you want a big return on your investment, but at $3,700, you're not going to get that, because those guys are priced that way for a purpose. They're, they're not consistently giving you uh, a massive fantasy uh, outputs, but what Terry Williams is doing is consistently giving you at least three times the value, if not more, in certain situations. So at $3,700, the investment level is low to at least know that I get 10 points in that flex position where a guy that you would put, you know, like we were talking about it uh, just a second ago, Cam Phillips, that may get you a bunch, but he may get you nothing. At least I know that Terry Williams is going to give me a 10-point floor that I build the rest of my lineup around. And, I, and then I can take a swing at a guy like Cam Phillips, because if he hits, then at least I know that I've got that good floor from Terry Williams to back that up. I like the play. I, I, I definitely like that. It's, it's nice to be able to sprinkle in some really high floor guys, and then you can take a shot at some, some feelers who are maybe a little bit cheaper, but they have that huge potential upside. Yeah, and, and that's what Terry Williams gives you because, like I said, as far as touches are concerned, yeah, he may not be getting a lot of carries, but he touches the ball a lot in that return game and and has some very explosive returns. The Red Blacks have had nothing short of fantastic return men from Deontay Spencer to uh, uh, to Deadman, to Devontae Deadman, to now Terry Williams. Like, their return game is on point, I'll tell you that right now. Uh, he had 193 yards in returning against Montreal, 186 against Hamilton, 198 against BC. Guy's been tearing it up with some great returns, and, and I love it. So, I love his floor. God, I love it. Uh, God, that's right. a good pick, Rod. Thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm nothing if not trying to very much uh, get people to think outside of the box as well. Um, all right. Let's, uh, let's queue up some defenses, shall we? Let's do it. What you got? So, it's, I was left with the ability to pick any defense I wanted. <laughs> so, I ended up opting with... Man, it's hard. Because I actually like... I The Red Blacks are the cheapest one, but I actually like them. I like that defensive front. I like their ability to get a little bit of havoc going on. I went, though... I went with the... Um, gosh, dang it. It's so hard. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to go with the Bombers. Well, nicely done. Calgary, like the Bombers defensive front, they're going to generate some pressures. They're going to maybe get like an interception they don't deserve. Like they're going to, they're going to, they're going to do something. And even if it's a high scoring game, it could get wild. Well, I will say that when you look up and down the list, they are a almost a lock for double digits, which in D when DSTs, especially in the CFL, it's not necessarily a given at all. And that's why DSTs are a crapshoot more than anything in this league. Uh, last time against Calgary, only six points. But again, 
for a DST, that's not necessarily saying that that's a bad thing because it's definitely hard to consistently get it. I mean, only Saskatchewan has probably had the most consistent DST all season long, staying in double digits for most of their games. But they've even had two stinkers, uh, one against Toronto where they gave up or they only scored three, and then one against Montreal where they only scored a single point on defense. So you got to pick your poison in this case, and, and I don't think the Bombers' defense, especially with you know that, that fearsome uh, Je- Je- Jefferson Jeff Code and, and Willie Jefferson, uh, that those two guys in and of themselves are, are, are fear are fearless. Just consistently, yeah, such a good up front that they're I just they're gonna get like a sack. They're gonna get a few sacks, I imagine. They're gonna get rushes. They're gonna. I bet they cause at least one or two interceptions as well. I concur. I, I like that play. Um, I'm going to turn my attention to the Toronto Argonauts. Hate it. They're going against my team, but, I mean, look, man. I don't hate that. No, and Toronto has done fantastic against West teams even, uh, where last week against Saskatchewan, now granted, can't really take last week with a giant grain of salt because there was a lot of COVID going on. They had 14 points, but the week before that, when everybody was healthy, they got 19 points against the Riders. Uh, A couple of of duds. They had a four-point game against Winnipeg minus one against BC, but you know, that's BC. Uh, but they did get 10 points against Montreal. So this Argos defense is actually better than advertised. Uh, and, and I think against a very, very just discombobulated Ottawa Red Blacks offense, whether it's Caleb Evans or whether Nick Arbuckle actually finally takes the start this week, neither one of them I think are going to feel comfortable enough to do much. And you're probably going to see a couple of interceptions, definitely going to see some sacks. Uh, because this offensive line, as good as they are, they've just been a little porous lately, and it's it's just been frustrating. So uh, you're going to see it where it counts, and I'm not sure that Ottawa's going to score a ton, a ton of points, um, so it's not like they're going to get docked a ton for giving up 40 or 45 points. So uh, give me the Argonauts defense at 4,200. Like I said, I hate to take it, but I'll do it. I don't I mean, that's a very – it's sound – Ottawa's gonna make mistakes. You know it. I I also for as cheap as they are, I don't hate Ottawa just because you've talked about it plenty. They're they kick a lot of field goals. That's it. <laughs> they attempt a lot of field goals. That's it. That's all they do. So, um, all right, we're gonna step away for our break. Come back in third down. Gonna read you off some of our favorite lineups so that way you can uh, build your own, take ours, whatever. You can do what you please. We're just gonna. Tell you what our favorite lineups are when we come back in third down. But first, did you know that browsing online using incognito mode does not actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well be giving away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, ISPs, and all sorts of other prying eyes. That's why I use IPVanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting one 100% of your data. That means your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's literally that simple. You can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on your speed. So your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. So whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IPVanish. IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for you with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's like getting nine months for free. 
IP Vanish is super easy to use. All you got to do, tap one button, you're instantly protected. You won't even know that it's on. So stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with a brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to IPVanish.com slash SGP. Use the promotional code SGP. Claim your 70% savings. That's IPVanish.com slash SGP. Tell me when it became a trip to the just Fort Knox and having to borrow to go fill up your gas tank week in and week out. Seeing those numbers, they don't make me very happy. And I very much hate to pay anything anymore to go fill up my tank. And you probably have the same same feelings as me watching that paycheck disappear as you put it down your tank and you're living paycheck to paycheck. So it really hurts to watch it go down literally the drain. And look, hindsight's 2020. You can't change the past. But what if you could get a little help? from your future self. Maybe you'd ask them to borrow a little bit of cash, right? Help put in that money in that tank. Well, now you can with Dave. Dave is the banking app that can help you get up to $500 instantly with extra cash. That's more money to fill up your tank, maybe buy a wedding gift. It's still wedding season, or you can catch up on some bills. Finally, tackle those expenses that have been stressing you out without any hangups. There's no interest, and more importantly, no credit check needed. Millions of people have already downloaded the Dave app to get the financial relief they need with extra cash. So if you're in a pinch, you need some extra help, download Dave and think of it as a helping hand from future you. Download the Dave app from the App Store right now. That's D-A-V-E. Sign up for an extra cash account and get up to $500 instantly for terms and conditions. Go to dave.com slash legal. Instant transfer fees applies. Banking provided by Evolve. Member FDIC. Future you will thank you. As future you will be thanking you by putting together one, 10, 100, 150, I don't know. Just continue to have fun putting together some DFS lineups this weekend in the CFL. We're going to give you a couple of our favorites, as we always do. So, Jim, why don't you lay out one of your favorite? I know you have, like, 15 sitting in front of you, so pick a couple. <laughs> okay. I got the one right here. This is the one that I was filling out on the show, the, the plays I was giving out. So here's my official CFL gambling podcast, CFL Jim DFS play for week eight. So Dane Evans at quarterback there. Morrow as my running back. Stack the Evans with Steven Dunbar. I got Dalton Schoen in there. Nice little, nice little play. I, touchdown dependent, yes, but I think this could be a very interesting game for Schoen. Uh, I'm also going dipping back in the well for Malik Henry. I think he he he's due for a bounce back here. A lot of those drives would have ended with touchdowns to Malik Henry, I believe. And then I got my cheap scoop with Cam Phillips, and then I end, I got the Stampeders defense, actually, in this one. I love it. No, that's good. And again, Stampeders against the Blue Bombers, it's, it's you're looking for sacks, you're looking for uh, a mistake by Kalaros, which is not completely out of the realm of possibility, so uh, I like that as well. All right, here's my lineup for you. Again, I've got the tandem of Trevor Harris and Andrew Harris at quarterback and running back. Uh, the Harris Twins, not really related. Uh, at wide receiver, I've got Dominic Rimes. I, too, Jim, have Dalton shown in that at $6,700. Dude, the guy just scored 27 fantasy points last week, and he's still only $6,700? Seriously? I feel like he should be like $7,500. At least, he should be in that 8000 range yeah, like the rest like of them. Yeah, he should be in the range of the guys we talk about. He, I mean, 5.4 against Calgary last week, but even still... 
the week before, he was $6,000 and he blew up. He, he scored 34 points against BC. He was $4,600. Like, there's so much disrespect for Schoen, but you need to continue to line or to load him up in your lineups because of that. So, uh, I have also got Tim White. I, I know that we talked about Stephen Dunbar, and this, I don't mind if you switch White with Dunbar in this case either uh, because it, you can make a case. We made the case for Dunbar, but Tim White has given you at least double-digit points in all but two of his outings. Uh, two weeks ago against Ottawa, he gave you 19 points, 13 points against Edmonton, 13 points against Winnipeg, 33 against Calgary. So the production is there for Tim White. He's got a pretty decent, but he's $9,000. That's the only thing where Dunbar makes more sense at his value, just like Jim said. But, uh, you know, if Tim White hits against Montreal, then everybody's eating steak, and that's that's the glorious part of it. Um, I've got Terry Williams as my other flex, and then I went with the Argonauts defense to round it out, leaving me with $200 in salary. But, you know, again, I think this this uh, has a lot of upside, this lineup I got. I think so. I like the upside in there a lot. I love, I like Toronto too, just to round out the defense. Like your defense could be kind of going off. I, I don't want to disperse your, your red blacks too much, but there is that potential for it just to be that met like Toronto games. A lot of the times just turn into giant messes. Well, and the interceptions are there for Caleb Evans. The, the fumbles are there for that team. It's just, it's not pretty when it comes to Ottawa more often than not lately but you know maybe they'll shore it up but I think the Argonauts pose a little bit more of a threat this week than uh, maybe even the book uh, well the books are giving them about five points so they're even saying that Toronto's gonna walk away with this one almost handily so yeah I mean it's tough it's tough and and for an Argonauts defense priced at $4,200 I, I very much like what they offer there so what do, what's the status on Ellingson right now uh, you know, so Ellingson is not, I haven't heard anything updated from him. It looks like he's out right now as far as what, uh, what we're seeing the reports. In fact, there it is right there. Uh, that's, well, he was out last week, so I don't they, know if They haven't marked out, but they also have Cody Fajardo out and I'm, I'm like 95% sure that Cody Fajardo is playing this week. No, and I know too he is. So we'll have to keep yeah. an eye on Ellingson. No one, I haven't seen any practice report, uh, on him yet. So we'll because keep an like, eye. He's not a bad like pick because when the games come down to like these tough opponents, that Kolaros targets him a lot. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you look at what he did against Calgary, 29.2 points, 22 against BC, at 17 against Ottawa, 19 against Ottawa in week 1. Yeah, he's definitely definitely a machine when it comes to to catching the ball, but he always has been, you know? Yeah, but like in their toughest games, like when they're coasting, like Hamilton again and uh what was it? Hamilton and Toronto, a little quiet. But in the games where it was close, he comes through. Yeah. I mean, because he's a sure-handed receiver. Like, he's he's not the guy. You're not going to send him deep every route, but he's definitely going to give you uh, the possession catches. He learned a lot from Brad Sinopoli when they were uh, when they were teammates in Ottawa. So, yeah, I keep a close eye on that. That's definitely um, somebody you want to target, too. I mean, we didn't talk about him a lot because – you know, it's it's a difficult situation when you don't know exactly who's going to be who's going to be suiting up and who's going to be playing. But yeah, definitely keep an eye on Ellingson at ninety one hundred. That's somebody you can even upgrade at at a Tim White. You could take Tim White out and put Ellingson in if Ellingson plays. 
Yeah, keep an eye on like feel free to mix and match. Like get some showdown fun with it too, folks. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's the thing get too. Weird with it. Yeah, there's uh, not just the main contest on on uh, for the weekend, but there's definitely showdowns, and these these players that we gave you. Uh, will also work in these showdowns. So if you miss Thursdays, if you if you don't listen to this until you know Friday morning or something, you're like, oh man, I missed the tournament. Don't worry about it. The the prices we gave you are the prices we gave you, but there's still value to be had in these showdowns as well. So uh, keep an eye out for those as, as as the week progresses. And if you again, if you miss it on Thursday, you listen on Friday. There's still action, and there's still action going up until Sunday. So uh, uh, don't don't be afraid to put some showdown lineups together as well. Uh, Jim, we have done some damage today, my friend, as we always have. Hopefully we'll win some people some money and, uh, and they'll go home happy. We're going to worry. We are going to win people money. That's... I, I will speak it into existence. We will win people money, not just through our picks, but through our DFS as well. That is correct. So again, ladies and gentlemen, we're so happy that you continue to listen to the show and, uh, we're, we're just always thrilled to be bringing it to you because this is the fun part of our day. <laughs> Everything else, this is the fun part of the day, talking CFL uh, and, and helping you guys win money. I work all day, nine hours a day, slug through to make it here and, <laughs> and live. <laughs> this is where I truly live. Uh, why don't you tell everybody where else you live out there on the internet so they can find the other pulses of CFL Gym? You can find me at XFL Gym on Twitter, uh, Twitch, YouTube. I'm doing a lot. I, I, I'm actually having a video coming out Friday uh, where I explain what the Gymiverse is for the people that are unaware. So there's going to be a whole explanation for you, for those of you who are looking for a refresher. So be, be on the lookout for that. I love it. And, of course, you can find me on Twitter at RJ Gomez. Subscribe to the show on the SGPN app. Come join us in that SGPN Discord channel. It's newly minted. Rank up as fast as you can. Uh, tell us all about your DFS lineups, your gambling picks for the CFL, and, and just talk shop with us in there, especially now that it's coming on to uh, to just the middle of the season. Action's getting hot and heavy. So much fun to be had. So, once again, join the Discord. Keep up with us. Talk to us. Have some fun. Enjoy the CFL weekend, everybody. It's four solid days of CFL fun. We'll be back again with our gambling show next week and the DFS show. For Jim, for me, for everybody here at the SGPN, thanks for listening once again. Enjoy your three downs. Enjoy your weekend. And let it ride.